Episode. Shout out to him, man. That's disgusting. What position does Nick Easton even play? Guard. Uh, backup guard for the Saints. Rose naming backup guards. <laughs> I do have to commend your football knowledge at that point. The same. It's impressive. Concussions, man. Reason we had to let him go, but shout out to him. You would think linemen would get more concussions than they do. I know. I feel like every play they just they, their head is they, down they and then their head is up. Every play. <laughs> Literally. It's just Oklahoma drills the over content. and over. <laughs> Every play. They handing each other chest. It ain't really helmet to helmet. Okay. You really should. Yeah, it sounds like an uh, NFL chest. owner <laughs> justifying abuse. Exactly. This, the helmets are each so other. high tech these days. It's like. It's not even. It's like it's like a, a pillow. <laughs> yeah. Saints got a pretty good uh, offensive line, though. One of the best in football. We're pretty relevant to unheard. I think this is just Chance's version or Chance's way of talking about football and squeezing football talk into our Chance, podcast. He's trying to starting audition. with a guard. <laughs> he's hoping somebody hears him and he's like, damn, I really wanted more from that Saints Chance <laughs> talk. <laughs> Reaches out. <laughs> so he auditions every pre-episode. I see the play. I see the play. But um, Stop playing. What are we talking about? What happened this week? We can get to Saweetie performing at Ocean City. I we can know. get into some music. We can get to some celebration. I'll, I'll start by admitting I was wrong. You guys came on here like a month ago and told me um, Saweetie was using, Saweetie was the one benefiting from Quavo's clout. And me, I was audibly disgusted. I was like, no way. Sweetie has this track, that track, that track. But then I saw this video of Saweetie performing in front of, basically it was like three. It was us. She was performing in front of the Unheard <laughs> podcast on Santa Monica. It was just disgusting. So um, I apologize. Maybe Quavo was keeping Saweetie relevant. For people and who Shea don't know room, what we're talking about. <laughs> we're not crediting Shea Room for anything exactly. on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you had to squeeze that in there. I'm just saying Shea Room is also responsible. For people unfamiliar, Saweetie was um, videotaped over the weekend at, at a boardwalk in Santa Monica performing what appeared to, appeared to be on a bench um, with a sign that said, was it correct me if i'm wrong was it pretty bitch donations i see i see girl it was some type of donation for saweetie i was hoping that my co-host could fill me in but they seem unfamiliar yeah, i couldn't with get the past topic. three seconds of the video it was very cringy <laughs> <laughs> had it was some type of donation and um i saw some people making excuses for saweetie regardless the optics were were horrible there's no reason saweetie needs to be performing in front of 10 people that just bought funnel cake and ice cream sandwiches <laughs> on the boardwalk. There's no reason for that. So now, apparently, Saweetie's excuse, because um, she did go on Instagram Live, I guess, later that day, and people were making fun of her. 
She was like, I didn't take any of the donations. The donations went to the artist that was performing before me. She said she organically saw the artist performing <laughs> and she decided to step up and perform. And then a crowd gathered. <laughs> are we, I'm not um, going to say that. Believing that? I'm not believing it at all. <laughs> Why is Saweetie at Santa Monica? This is two weeks of prevalent artists being at Santa Monica. <laughs> I know. We had NLE Choppa have a whole interaction and then now we have Saweetie. This is pretty interesting. We, unheard might have to make a little live video, live from Santa live, Monica, live outing <laughs> to Santa Monica, just trying to spot celebrities. Exactly. Um, you know, I saw some of the some of my industry compatriots discussing this situation, and they were saying um, they mentioned the fact that Saweetie recently entered like this artist boot camp. Um, I don't know if we talked about it on here, but <clears throat> she basically went on Instagram and admitted that she's in boot camp right now, learning to strengthen her weak spots as an artist which would be like performing she said um just like vocals stuff like that dancing so there was a theory out there that this performance was one of her like missions in this boot camp that she had to go out a test this was her final (laughs) this was her final she had to go out in santa monica and confidently perform in front of strangers in hope that that would make her a way better performer when people are paying to see her and they're her fans. And I will admit, after watching the video and learning that theory, she did look like she was trying to outwardly practice like confidence and stage presence. But I also don't know if I want to give her the benefit of the doubt. All right, I'm glad you brought up a theory. And this can also be a segue because I don't really want to talk about Sweetie this long. But I saw one theory that was basically said Sweetie got hot with an image that like wasn't organic to her. So now she has to start over from like route one and like build a whole new image and try to get hot again. Something I thought organic. that was an interesting theory. I think that's I think that's that is interesting because if there would be a time to start over, it would be like the Quavo breakup arc. Like, okay, I'm redefined. The icy girl is out. Like, new rebrand. Yes, yeah, we rebrand is probably coming soon. Definitely. What was she rebrand as doing? How was icy girl not authentic? That's the her. thing. You can't really rebrand if you don't have that wide of a range of topics. Because I do think the Icy Girl thing was very relevant or very, um, like, fitting. But, I mean, if she gets some rapping skills, she could make a more serious lane for herself in in rap. But I just don't know if I see that happening. I'm sorry. Tosh said he didn't want to talk about Sweetie that much longer. <laughs> well, we can pivot from Sweetie. Um... I don't know if you guys ever saw that video of Saweetie like performing for J. Cole outside of a concert. Did you guys ever see that video? Oh yeah, from like years ago. Well yeah, that was just to get us into J. Cole. J. Cole dropped Interlude, it's set the debut number seven on Billboard Top Ten. Uh that's Cole's third highest single ever. And this isn't really a single. Where you guys Vance was not impressed. <laughs> I can see it from his face. You're the J. Cole stand. I wanna hear what you thought about it. The interlude. I mean I you was know, excited. Me as a producer. I was excited off the cover. Then I listened to the interlude and it was good. Like I, I saw, I mean, I've got my own beef with other J. Cole fans. I think they are not fans. <laughs> I think they're like Planet. Like, what was the name of the dude from um the Fred Hampton movie who was um acted right. by the weird guy? <laughs> I know. I, I don't even know the guy's. Well, name, that's how but... I envision all J. Cole fans, like the um op nigga from the Fred Hampton. Judas, movie. basically. Judas. Yeah, basically. Like they just set J. Cole up. It was a good song. I'm still excited for the project. I mean, niggas been counting me out. It wasn't even a song. <laughs> I mean, look, man. J. Cole and Interlude. This is what we needed, man. Fuck the KOD shit. You trying to get the kids off drugs. Kids love the drugs. 
Ain't not ain't much you could do, Cole, on that front. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you got that shit. And you got for your eyes only, which was nice, but they weren't fucking with that either, even though I fucked with it more. Um, so you come here, man, and, and you come to handle your business. What you, you like for your eyes only more than KOD? Yeah, I told you that. I told you KOD is the worst shit J. Cole ever dropped. <laughs> interesting. That's interesting, yeah. To proceed. Right. I told him that they need J. Cole need to come with that real shit. He need to come with that. And let niggas know, man, stop all the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So he came back and he delivered just that with interlude. Two minutes, so there's not a whole lot there. You know what I'm saying? But just the energy, you know, everything about it was just very fitting. And it's definitely something that's got niggas excited for the project next week. So I'm looking forward to it, man. Nothing wrong here. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear hear what, what's going to be coming from Cole and that Dreamville account. Did you guys like to take that? I saw this on Twitter a lot. It was like... Real rap is back. I'm excited as a rap fan again. I was like, what? Wait, there's been rap out. You guys could have listened to other rap. But did you guys yeah. see that take? I, I did. It was like, um, wow, like J. Cole. It was like the J. Cole saved rap arc or like narrative. That shit was stupid. <laughs> um, I think I even responded to a, some friends that were talking about it. And um, I think somebody responded to that narrative with like, if you don't, like, if you haven't found good rap, then you're just, like, not really a rap fan. Or you're not looking at all. And I think I mentioned the fact that, like, I've had some interactions where I come across those people who are, like, these A-list artists are saving rap. And then, like, you mentioned Boldy James. And they're, like, oh, I've never heard of him. It's, like, well, <laughs> what do you mean, then? Like, the, the rap is <laughs> the rap is dying. Exactly. What do, you, what do you mean by that? Like, you've never heard of Boldy James. You've never heard of... These Griselda niggas, like, oh, I don't listen to them. Like, okay, then what do you mean, like, rap is dying? That narrative is corny. That narrative is played out. But I did like the J. Cole single, if anybody was curious. I did not hate it as Taj wants to project, but... I mean, I was just going off facial expressions. It was was interesting. As a producer, I'm not sure how I feel about him dropping an interlude as a single, but it definitely is genius in the sense that... His fans are going to run this shit back over and over and over because it's only, what, like two minutes long. Um, so, yeah, I, I I am excited for the project. This might be a hot take. This single makes me more excited for the Cole project than that Keem single made me for the Baby Keem project. How the I fuck mean, is that, that a hot take? <laughs> that's, that's a very when everybody take. That said that fucking Keem trash, single so. was awful. <laughs> Not a very hot take, my friend. Really? Not a very hot take. What was a hot take though was that that take on Don Tali, and I actually heard the Get song. The fuck just out a little quick update on that. I just heard a song and man, I really love this shit, dog. This what is, is the update? Shit I love Don <laughs> That's Tali. what I'm saying. <laughs> Other than you just the now, update was, was just song. I love the song. What you need, man? What you need? Um, we talked about this last week. Now you have to face the penalty of not doing your research and homework last week. We're not talking about this again. All right, chance. Here's your chance to redeem yourself. I know you're a big Isaiah Rashad guy. He dropped his own single, "Lay with You" with Duke Deuce. Go ahead, redeem yourself. I mean, I really have no thoughts. I listen to it. Um, I listen to it, but the only thing is, it's just like there was not a whole lot there. Um, Isaiah wasn't really saying much of anything. It was a, uh, it was, it was okay production, but not really much being said. The the feature left a lot to be desired. So, what do you mean the feature left a lot to be desired? 
Taj I mean, it was just, it was lackluster. Thing. The feature literally carried the song. That was the best part of the whole song. It sounded like a Duke Deuce song and Duke Deuce delivered. It sounds like Chance is unsatisfied with it totally. I mean, the song itself was just not really. I wasn't really feeling it all that much. Uh, a lot to be desired to say he hasn't dropped music in so long. But again, it's just a single, so I'm not really killing dude. I usually don't even listen to singles, but I do this pod. So those are my thoughts. I'll give it. I'll say that for as they were shot, I was pretty disappointed. Uh, his last project, I think most people say borderline classic, maybe a classic. Then he comes it's back. It's not a borderline classic. It's a facto classic. Okay, I'll say most people would say borderline classic, debatable. We'll see. But you go and then you take this, it's been what, four or five years, and you come back and you don't even sound like a new sound. You sound like Duke Deuce's sound. And then not only do you sound like his sound, you get washed by Duke Deuce. All right. All on your right. own single All after right. five years. So I was a bit disappointed, but hopefully it's just like a little toss before the actual project. I I think Isaiah Rashad is one of those people that um is is good at specifically this, which is I can give you real shit if I want to, but I can also play around if I want to. I think he's held his weight pretty evenly between those two lanes um i kind of see this as like a like very equivalent to kendrick's humble it's like i can wrap my ass off but i just want to show you that i can make a pop hit if i need to or a hit type of song now the feature is definitely interesting um but at the same time that also could have been like an offering from isaiah rashad you know I'm sure that Isaiah Rashad probably recorded this sent it to Duke Deuce, and Duke Deuce was like, well, I can't fumble this opportunity. And he didn't. He dropped a great verse, one of my favorite verses of the year, but I don't think that's an indictment really against Isaiah Rashad. I do agree with Chance that he wasn't saying much of anything, but I like that move. I like the fact that like we didn't get what we were expecting to get from our first Isaiah Rashad single back. I also might be just, I don't know. You guys might caping. call me biased. Yeah, caping. You think you really didn't like it that much? I thought it, I mean, I don't know. I'm a producer. I like beats. The beat was hard as fuck, so. I mean, as a that, single, I didn't like it, but I mean, if you know Isaiah Rashad, he seems like a project guy, so I'm not killing him too much, but if I have to review the single, the single isn't good. But okay, I'm not that's putting fair. too much stock into it. Uh, right. I am putting slightly more stock into the Trippy Red and Playboy Cardi, Mr. Rage single. Um, These two kind of I remember they had us try together on Trippy Red's like not last project but like last last project and it got like so much clout that Trippy Red took it off because <laughs> it was like doing too much on this project. So I was like interested to hear this. It was all right. It to me it was decent. I'll give it a C. It didn't really go crazy to me. I hate the mix, bro. The mix is so bad. The thing is, this has been leaked, and yeah. I know some of my young niggas listen to this podcast, so I know y'all be tapped in with the leaks, the trippy red leaks, Juice World leaks. This has been leaked, they've told me, and the sound quality did not even upgrade from the leak. Now imagine, fellow Cardi fan, if we were to hear a Cardi leak, and then we were to hear the song, and the song was a leak quality. I don't even know what I would do. <laughs> I would question my whole fandom. There's no way. This is two weeks in a row. And I'm sorry, I'm getting to a producer tangent, but that Lil Baby and Dirk record wasn't mixed properly either. It hit, but it didn't hit the way it was supposed to. 
this is the same way. This is not hitting the way it's supposed to. I, the Cardi vo vocals were cool, but the trippy red, the beat, like, I don't know. It sounded like a clusterfuck to me. I don't want to listen to that song again. But the beat is definitely hard. I'm glad Vance brought up um, Derek and Baby. We can talk about them after Unheard Artists. It's not really unheard. Right. It's an artist that I, <laughs> I oftentimes uh, bash on here, but he's connecting with one of one of the niggas I do like, and I ain't gonna lie, he's kind of nah. my guilty pleasure guy. Pause. I do know. <laughs> hey, I could just tell how you were setting it up. <laughs> <laughs> how you know he my guilty pleasure guy? Bro, called Navis guilty pleasure. <laughs> That's gross. That's man. disgusting. Hey, that recap with Don Tyler. If you if you guys had a nickname, if Lil Dirk was to give you guys a nickname, what do you think it would be? I would be the ear. Chance. That's, that might be it. <laughs> that was kind of sick for Vass to come up with that so quick. Vass been waiting for this nickname. Yeah. <laughs> he came up with that way too name, quick. He named himself the voice. I was like, yo, a producer, I would be the perfect ear to this anatomy. He probably called me. He probably called me the spirit. <laughs> I did the I, backbone. I, I Vance had the nastiest one, but yours, <laughs> yours might have took it. You're inside of I'm Dirk. You're inside well, of Dirk would, at all times. Exactly. What would take? What would make Dirk call you the spirit? What are you doing in the studio? <laughs> I got the. I just got the. I got the. I got the. I got the spirit of the street. The spirit of the people. Like I just represent that. The spirit. Like I'm the soul. You feel me? I'm the soul. That's hilarious. I, t I take the pin. Taj, what would I'm yours be? I take the pin. I don't want the pin. Like okay, I don't know if that's what he would give <laughs> nah, me, nigga, but I'll be sitting pin, there like Ansley, the like please, please say the pin. You get the pin. <laughs> nigga would give you the keyboard. If you get some lame ass name, the no, typewriter. Ty just getting. Ty just getting <laughs> the audition. Ty's money is getting the dread. The Adobe. The dread. He getting the dread. You know he's giving out like trash ones <laughs> and people just didn't even adopt it. Or the dread hit. Yeah, his engineer definitely has a horrible one. Like. The technician. It's like, the that's conductor. horrible. I don't want to be that. Yeah, the conductor. He probably gave him a whole title. The conductor. It's really like the nickname the that like 2K used to give you the options when your name was in the game and it would let you like pick a nickname. <laughs> I could never choose Vance, so I had to always be called Ace. Representing like, the magician. <laughs> Bro was a point guard. The magician. <laughs> Trying to get assist. All right. This has been a long intro into this right. little baby. Little baby and little Derek are dropping. Collab project. On May 28th, uh, Chance, you know the name by heart. What's what's the name of it? The Voice of the Hero? The Voice of a Hero? The, the Voices of the, of the heroes. heroes? The Voice of the, the Heroes. Voice, the Voice of the, the Voice heroes. of the Heroes. And they point up toward the sky. They point up toward the heroes. They see a hero in the sky. So they're not the heroes in this situation. But So they're not. But I thought babies they the are hero. the heroes. Then why are they pointing to the sky? They're the heroes. The hero in the voice. So it should be baby. It, it should be, be pointing, pointing to, to Tyler the sky. Hero. 
If they were pointing at Tyler Hero, that'd be sick. It'd be disgusting. Jack Harlow already. It's like that a bad signal. It's like they pointing at the signal. Like nigga, like nigga is calling for report. They putting up like. Got to report to the studio. No baby, oh, obviously. Oh, they're just noting <laughs> out the signal. I see. <laughs> we need it in the studio. They said, Yo. Right. Like niggas launching like. <laughs> they have the studio and nigga launching like they need them. So they launching like a some type they're of so YSL disgusting. shit. Like young thug uh, calling OTF for signal in the sky. A big we need four a dirty verse right now. <laughs> calling these niggas um and you already know they put on they don't even wear they don't even wear for a mask you already know uh you already know Dirk puts on a little the little like the little shits that you just put on around your eyes like Like we don't know what Dirk look like (laughs) that's the nastiest part that better not be the cover them like photoshopped and no they better not be superheroes It, it sounds like an Avengers cover I hope it doesn't sound like Avengers music and baby don't even wear the Baby don't even wear the whole fucking uh, the balaclava down his face. He just rolled it up and put it on his head like a beanie. So it's like none of these niggas in disguise. I'm excited for the album personally. <laughs> I um, Dirk, Baby. I think I made this prediction a couple podcasts. Like this nigga used to be the biggest Dirk hater like six months ago. Yeah, he apologized. Okay. You have to give people a chance to better themselves than fans did. I said when the when the deluxe of the last album came out, I gave him his credit. Um, I'm just saying, this is one hell of a like flip flop. Like nigga went from I'm just sorry he became. Now, like, I'm excited. I'm for sorry he album. became one of the biggest artists of the last twelve months, but um, I don't think there can be too much wrong with this album, unless we just get twelve. To 15 songs of the exact same song with what I don't because we've seen Dirk do his um I don't even know what it's called love songs for the streets I think it's maybe the series series, like he has two or two or three of those albums and those like he's singing a lot on those you know baby he had emotionally scarred which was a hit and that was him more of his like uh singing bag rather than his like trap hard bag so I think we'll get a lot of versatility between the two artists more than we would from like like um, that future Uzi project, which was very like narrow. Even if you were gonna get some variation between the two artists, it wasn't too much separation in their styles. It was like, okay, we've heard this sound from both artists before, but I think Dirk and Baby, we should get a little bit more variation. So they are the two biggest rappers of the last two years. Are you got a chance? I'll ask you since you were about to talk. Are they? Are you expecting like a superstar version of them? I'll, I'll about to say something. Are you expecting a street version? Okay, you can go. A superhero, no no pun intended. I'm not expecting a super performance. Uh I don't know. I just had like I just had like some type of like dream of vision what Vance was talking about this potentially being the album of the year. I'm not sure where I got that, but I just had a strong feeling he might say some shit like that, think this would be in contention. But I mean I was actually just to just wondering to that in my point head that I thought of if it would be. But telekinetically You did not pronounce that right. right. <laughs> Which Bro, sound like Kevin Garnett. <laughs> that might be Taj's best joke ever. It's not hilarious. I'm just saying, like telekinetic, this wise. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll just ask. I don't do know. You think I just this has potential. Like, do you think this has potential to be a top three rap album of the year? I feel like I'm just worried about this collab project because whenever niggas get together to collab, it's always booth for the most part. Few exceptions in the last few years, slime and B. But I mean, but <laughs> we haven't really seen them together. But if y'all remember, like, 
if you, if we remember like the Baby Gunner project before that, them niggas was really undefeated. You feel me? Oh, also I forgot to mention uh, Fed Babies with Money Bagging and and, and uh, Young Boy, which was another standout. But we saw them niggas really go undefeated, ten for ten on collabs, and then they get together on a whole project and they kind of shit the bed, like it's kind of some mid. Um, really haven't heard anybody even referencing them songs since they came out, which is pretty sad when you think about it. One of the bigger and more expected collabs. But this one has the potential to be different, but I'm worried because of the streaming error. Like, I'm worried, man. I think it's going to be basic. I hope I'm wrong, but that's my, that's so my bold that take. you this is going to be the superstar version of the two? Like, them trying to make hits? Um... Yeah, I mean, I hope I'm wrong. They could, they could do something unexpected. I'm looking for something unexpected at this point. I think they both, they different, but they could do a lot of the same things well. Like, I would like to see them really dip into like, you know, because because when we think about what a time to be alive is like, what a time to be alive was so good because they had all the crazy tracks. You know, they had the big rings, they had the That's the jerseys, yeah, they had the 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 lie from the gutters but they also had the you know the shit for the women the plastic bags the diamonds dancing the scholarships you heard me i need some of that i need y'all to dip in the boat lanes i need y'all to do a little bit of a little bit of everything because i think y'all have that range i need these niggas to really <laughs> show that range to them like they're right here <laughs> right i don't want it to just be these two niggas and then just like a bunch of features from like 4pf and otf and then it's just like Hard shit, the whole thing. Like, yeah, we want that gangster shit, but we need a little bit more. You feel me? It's summertime. You dead. So just think of that. I need something I could play on the beach, maybe. I don't know. It's actually a very interesting segue. I mean, Taj, did you have a point on this album? I'll let you get into that. I was just saying I expect it to be um, more of the street sound. Just because of the success Dirk had with Hellcast and Trackhawks, I think he's going to kind of... He kind of knows he doesn't have to be the typical superstar rapper. Hellcast and Trackhawks. Like, he can be himself and people really really want that sound so i hope they kind of track track I, I want that sound i still don't know how that took off i love people it. Want it like that song is okay but it's, it's very song. it's, it's mid like he didn't really do anything extraordinary the beat is filthy it's a good song but it was it would it's not one i would expect to like really take off as much as it did chance you mentioned you want a song to play on the beach um we were talking about how there's there hasn't really been a designated song of the summer yet. I mean, you've talked about Drake dropping and how he's probably going to give us our song of the summer, but he hasn't he hasn't dropped anything yet. So, what do you think? Who are we? Who, who can give us well, a song of the summer at this point? If not Drake, do you think SZA could give us a song of the summer? Do you think? I think SZA released her two songs of the summer. I don't like, know who can give it. A few months too early. <laughs> Who do I want to give it though? You think hit different? Like, what summer? Potential? Like, what different is good days? They both those both could have been. What summer is this feeling like? Like we had the quarantine summer last summer. Before that, we had hot. That's the summer. reopening summer. So like whatever uh, song is the song of the summer. I can't think crazy. of what. I, I don't remember what song. What summer was that before that one? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like reopening summer, we got to come before with, that one. The biggest. I song need of the a summer run was, like they had the in London. 2016. Like, that was a. Sh- Trash song of the song. I did a whole article on it. Like 20, 20, 20, we was cooking. Like twenty, like think about it. Two thousand fifteen was a good year for music. Two thousand fourteen, we was cooking. 
Shit was bubbling. 2015 was a great year, right? We had the Drake beef. We had, uh, if you're reading this, we had Future, DS2, all that shit. And then when Summer 2016 came, everything just, just burst open, Easy. you feel me? I feel like last year, 2020, was that 2015, that precursor, right? We got some great projects from the weekend, right? Griselda did their thing, where it's like, all right, we got like, we got some well-roundedness in there, right? We got a little bit of flavor from everybody. But now it's time for the niggas to come and establish their dominance. The superstars, the scissors of the world, right? The J. Coles that's dropping soon. Isaiah Rashad's. We remember how great that project was in 2016, right? The certified lover boy. Where you had Drake? You feel me? Dirk and Lil Baby about to do their thing. Like, summer is finna be sweet. That's my thing. Y'all were hating on this album before technology. I think Baby and Dirk can because I think Dirk, Baby and Dirk can because we remember that we paid. Thank you. That's all I wanted you to admit. 42 Doug Whistle. And sir, please. In, in, in La La Land. I'm not hating on it. I'm just saying I don't want typical, and that's what I'm fearful of. Taj, who's your pick? Top I'm three. Fearful for of basic. Top three Drake. song of the summer it's, candidates. It's 100% going to be Drake. Drake, Drake, Drake. <laughs> Whenever Drake decides to drop, that single is going to be Drake. <laughs> okay. Sorry, listeners. I tried to give some. I need some nostalgic though, man. Where's Riri? Riri, are you ever coming back, man? Yo, if Rihanna drops, a, I'm about to I mean, write you a not. letter. <laughs> what would it say? Like, please come back, Riri. We need <laughs> you. Really like, ten year old. We need you more than ever right now. <laughs> you guys think? You guys think Nicki Minaj can deliver that song of the summer? She's teasing something this Friday. She has so many fans. She I think teasing something for sure because she been posted up, man. Let me read one of her tweets. Matter of fact, I'm gonna read off the tweet just to see see what she talking about. Are you a Barbie? She gonna tweet Miss Mrs Mrs Petty as she refers to herself. I'm pretty sure that's at Nicki Minaj on Twitter <laughs> tweets. That's like a government bitches, name. and look how she spelled bitches. <laughs> no I, so you know she a real gangster. Bitches act like they want action. Heard they want action. Bitch, we ain't ducking no action. I'm about to get them that traction, send a distraction. Then I'm align them like fractions. And she got the pen emoji. Ooh. Taj Mayfield, the pen. <laughs> okay, Mrs. Petty. Okay, Mrs. Petty. Um, I think she's she going to tweet all something else earlier called Friday. Out of here. She's getting all of Pink them Pink Friday. Here. I mean, I think she's just dropping something on Friday. It's her time. No, but she's in the all pink, a reference to Pink Friday. I mean, that means she's about to go back in her Duffy. I'm reading between the lines, nigga. I should be on Rap Genius. Like, they need to make me like a VP over there because I'm reading between the lines right now. So it sounds like you're going to be jumping to that Nikki single. That's all I'm saying. As soon as 9 p.m. strikes, 9 p.m. Pacific strikes on the clock, you're going <laughs> to jump. To I haven't Apple heard music, of Nikki. Search Nikki Minaj in your Apple Music and play the song immediately. You think I'm a barb? I mean, you just broke down the tweet. Say? You found the tweet pretty quickly. You sent the tweet, though. I'm not going to say nothing. I respect it. I will be listening to the single. <laughs> Try to flip it. I think she's about to get all these women it's rappers her time. out of here. Cardi, out of here. Meg, out of here. Shika, no name, of course. Y'all, come on now. You're Rhapsody, y'all are solidified. Not moving. Nah, they they been Cardi, out of here. Nah, that is interesting though. The fact that Cardi B has been in a rollout for now like three months or whatever, and now Nicki starting something. It's interesting. I mean, I'm like Meg keeps taking breaks. Like, I I don't want to 
go too deep down like that route because of course we have to give everybody their space meg is married wasn't she time out wasn't she already in a break she's in a healthy she relationship she was gonna take a break i didn't even know she announced she was gonna take a break she announced remember you didn't see that thing she posted it was like an anime picture of her like in a syro chamber it was like a reference to anime and how she's like healing up and like getting charged up and she's like about to come out of the chamber Oh. With like fire, but she has to charge up and like go into hibernation. Damn, she needs to drop her charged up. See, that's what I'm She's talking about, man. No, what happened to point. that, man? What happened to rap hey, beef? You just, what you happened just, to rap beef, you sound man? Like a Drake, you sound like a Drake fan a lot. What do you mean? What happened to rap beef? <laughs> I know that's my point. Like, come on, we have rap beef. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think rap beef has gotten going too far uh, as a like. Duh. So everybody's excited for the Nikki. Well. I'm excited for the Nikki. I, I I didn't value her probably as much Miss, as I should okay, have. Mr. But now Petty. that we've had now that we've had this um wave of like Meg and Erica Banks and I'm ready to hear. Oh, Nikki I'm glad Bay. you mentioned Erica Banks. Now we something, got Coyle Ray about to take over. Something made me. I'm also weedy. glad you mentioned Coyle Ray. All right, this is gonna be a whole women rap segment real quick. I was listening to um something made me. I was th- thinking about uh whatever Travis Scott's upcoming album is, Utopia. And I was like, I wonder what it's going to sound like. Then I was like, I'm going to go back and listen to Travis Scott's old feature. So I went to listen to the Erica Banks track. And I was like, damn, that record died off quick. And I was just thinking about, like, what's the timetable between TikTok hits and, like, hits hits? And I was just imagining, like, mm. if you could see it, it's probably, like, TikTok hits probably only last, like, one-fourth or, like, one-sixth of, like, the average hit lifespan. I don't know. I'm going to dive deep that into would be it. A very, that would be a very interesting thing that we could do as unheard podcast but yeah that would be interesting comparing the tiktok hit versus the traditional hit because even like streaming age and before the streaming age because with the erica banks hit she tried to treat it like a hit hit like by getting travis scott on the feature and that did not like extend the lifespan at all it didn't work so i was just that's been kind of my point i feel like just throughout this whole all these episodes what we've been talking about like these TikTok niggas are going to have to find a way to stay on. They're going to have to work harder to stay on than like a soldier boy who catches a crank that, you know, and no disrespect to soldier boy. Of course, he put out great songs after kiss me through the phone, all that stuff. But like a TikToker is going to have to work twice as hard to get to that same level. You feel me? Because that's why I don't know. I think we mentioned Golden last week and uh, like the whole marketing thing he did. But it's definitely kudos to him for managing to stay on after just like a like one TikTok hit with Valentino or Mood or whatever. But yeah, it should be it should be interesting. Do you think it's it's over it's over for Erica Banks or I feel like she probably used all of her budget money on the Travis Scott feature. I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's hard to even say it's over. It's like did she really even get that start? Like she just had that <laughs> one that blew up. So that that song was not even good, bro. It was like literally the hook. Like we all said that this song is unlistenable after Travis. Even Travis part, like barely, barely was, passed. I'm gonna say you're the only one who killed song the song. Song's not good. But I don't know. I think I mean, did we discuss song was that not too? Good. Just like, oh man, maybe we shouldn't get into this tangent of commodification of music and how it's not even music anymore. That song is literally just a six second like snippet. Like the whole song doesn't even matter. Like and re- nobody that's repeat it over and over again. Nobody that's listening to it is even thinking or perceiving it as a piece of music. They're perceiving it as a six-second audio clip. 
They even changed the name on TikTok. What do they call it? A sound? You have to create your own sound? I don't have TikTok. I don't know. No one has TikTok. No one knows. <laughs> All right. But the next but yeah. chance brought up Coil Ray. Coil, and I saw several girls. I guess. Didn't she drop a single or something last week? Did she drop something? Um, I think she dropped a song that she's been previewing for a while. I think it sounds like some Cardi. Yes, because I saw several type. posts. And I saw girls like posting stories. And this is the exact type of post that niggas would post if it was a Cardi. And I was like, that's interesting. <laughs> like, this is the exact type of, like, I could see the parallel. I was wondering, like, Vance, you're a Koi fan. Is this is this parallel real? Um, I have seen one of my good friends tweet yesterday. Quote, Koi Ray is the female Playboy Cardi. Y'all can't tell me different. Um, and that's actually wild that you just brought this up because that tweet I thought was interesting. Just in the sense that she, I think she has that effect in, like, in her niche. I think I talked about this before, too. Like, I want to see like more women rappers be able to occupy niches like a cardi that aren't necessarily like you're mainstream but you're not like a pop star you feel me you can be kind of like alternative quote unquote um and i think coyla ray could be the first to break in that lane so i'm not the biggest fan of her new sound i mean, that's kind of cap because i really did like her feature on slime language and her push icy record but um if she does successfully really carve out that lane or like a successful niche and like gives women like their version of a Playboy Cardi, I do think that would be dope. Genuinely. But she's heavily backed by the industry, so I don't see why it couldn't happen. I mean, do you? Or do you think that like she's done for? That she's not worthy of being a Cardi in the women's lane? And I don't even really like to frame it that way because it sounds like like Cardi's the clear superior men are the superior but like you know I don't know I can't argue with like I saw several stories and I was like that's crazy like okay like girls really like get the same emotion that Cardi gives that's niggas. what I'm saying so I just couldn't <laughs> she's hot like, I don't even listen to her but can't deny it alright we, like we wanna get an unheard Vance you got one I yeah, don't really go I'm gonna play Selfish by Little Sims featuring Cleo Soul. Nice. Off of her project, Gray Area. I can't sleep at night. I don't wanna fight. My best friend is I. I'm so selfish. Guess I'm in denial. Maybe I'm gonna be right. Heard it all my life. I'm so selfish. Embedded in me, that's the heritage ego And then hey, they ain't messing with the squeeze though And now I'm here, can't entertain no bummy niggas Need my nigga fresh shit a tuxedo Me and my new cage, steady blowing weed smoke I'm a woman who could teach you a little something about class Diamonds will forever be a girl's best friend Everything's imperative for the way I live I know it's material but not irrelevant All this serious works for not inherited Told myself I rate my niggas up but never did Self-loving, need more self-loving, that's how it goes they wanna know you when you're buzzing The first things first, number one, I'm priority Only what you 
one doesn't phase, doesn't bother me, honestly. Damn's official NBA Twitter <laughs> GOAT tweeted out that Jake Cole has officially signed a contract with a Rwandan professional basketball team to play three to six games in Africa professionally. J. Cole is also dropping an album titled The Offseason. Just keep that in consideration now. I'm going to take the certified lover boy. I'm going to take the certified have, lover boy. He didn't even Drake. list what has happened with certified lover boy. <laughs> we have Drake, Aubrey Graham. I, I'm assuming he has a close associate, Jason, Jason's son. Um, he was scouting Jason's son's <laughs> fiance, Naomi Sharon, who's a prominent singer. Very talented vocalist, questionable, beautiful woman. Prominent question around that the word prominent. Not prominent yet. She will be. Um, and Drake uh, engaged in relations with her allegedly while she was engaged with this other man, which prompted this man to not only post <laughs> poems on his Instagram, but also post an entire training regiment. Um, of the different martial arts that he will be training to use against Drake if he ever sees him in public. Um, and I don't know. I think this is just sneaky. It's a sneaky link. He flew them both out on the private jet just to cheat, just to get her to cheat on her fiance. And he's also dropping a project called Certify Lover Boy. So I ask again. Who has the better rollout? J. Cole is playing professional basketball in Rwanda. And I say Drake is killing friendships. I could play professional basketball in Rwanda. For the love of intimacy. No, Come on, man. Stop saying, don't say that. You cannot. Did you see the clip of J. Cole dunking? He's got hops. I don't think you could do that. J. Cole can't even check me. Stop. J. Cole's 6'4". You think Drake has the better... <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> I don't give a shit, and I'm lightning quick. You're not lightning quick. <laughs> I'm quick as hell, <laughs> nigga. I'm lightning quick, and I have like stupid athleticism. Again, the adjectives are forty-one crazy. inch vertical. You know, honestly though, if forty-one inch if vertical, if Chance was applying with the same notoriety as j cole he probably could play professionally because i ask you taj as a basketball aficionado is j cole really allowed to play professionally or is this how good is j cole and how good is the rwandan basketball league you reckon the rwandan league is not that elite it's not that good bro i was like if you play basketball past high school you can find a league where you can play like there's a league oh yeah <laughs> like once you cross that high school basketball threshold you can find a league to make money in professional i think jay cole has passed that high school threshold <laughs> not really make money because them lithuanian niggas ain't making that much and either I mean, they're getting a paycheck <laughs> they're getting paid in fish no they're not they're not getting six figures nigga you need to you're relax Niggas with hoop dreams, I promise y'all, y'all not getting six figures in Rwanda. Okay, not Rwanda, or, but if you go to Turkey damn, or Lithuania Spain. or Lithuania, it, this nigga talking about one of the better basketball leagues in the whole entire Lithuania world. Lithuania has one of the top. Okay, regardless, I'm not discussing European basketball on this podcast. I think Drake has a better rollout. I think what he did was nastier. Um, <laughs> I think what's insane is that he prompted. Naomi Sharon to write a whole song about <laughs> how like 
her man has to or her ex has to leave and do better for himself and let me go and fulfill his destiny and then she dropped it on instagram and the song was the beautiful song was that's the craziest the part that's the most savage part of the whole shit i'm looking at georgia smith i'm like she coming for your spot it's the same exact it's a replacement Shorty coming for your the spot song was marvelous i hope it makes a drake album if he calls it like naomi's interlude and puts that on there that will my, bro first of all that guy should be allowed to he kill gonna both 40 he's gonna get no 40 time in prison <laughs> he's gonna get 40 he gonna get forty to slow it down, pitch it up, reverse it. Yo, if Drake samples that and raps over it, and calls it Naomi's interlude, no, murder. yeah, he's allowed. That guy is allowed to commit murder legally. Double homicide, easily. <laughs> Double homicide. I, I guess I'll take. And this, yeah, I'll take Drake, just because it's so on brand. Like J Cole's is also very on brand, but. I don't know. Me hearing news of J. Cole playing or Wanda didn't make that me excited about his music. <laughs> you made a if, song called All Season. Like, J. Cole, what the hell does this project have to do with basketball? He's it's explained like, it oh, like 10 times. I even explained it to you last podcast. <laughs> you just, why won't you just yes, admit I you're a J. Cole hater? do with it, but like, what is it then really? Then why are you saying what, what does it have the, to do with basketball what is the content after of the music have to do what it has to do What does the content of the music have to do with basketball? The content of the music has absolutely nothing to do with basketball. Do you want me to explain it to you or do you want to just stay ignorant? Go ahead. Say the say, content okay. of the you music. Want to stay explain ignorant. the content. Okay, you want to stay ignorant. Go ahead. Explain it. You want to stay ignorant. Explain it. No, explain it. I don't want to stay ignorant. I want you to explain it. Please, I'm asking you, Taj. J Cole has a mixtape. J Cole has a mixtape series. Revolve. Let me let me talk. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. What let the me hell finish. does the music have? Oh my god, bro. <laughs> J Cole has a mixtape series, which he credits with his entire artist artistic career. As in, he didn't make it in basketball. Because he felt he was talented, but he didn't try hard. And he said he was going through the same stage in music. And then his friends checked him, had an intervention. And he said, I'm not going to let the same thing that happened with me in basketball happen in music. So he uses the basketball parallel as a reminder that if you don't try hard, you won't make it. That's the connection, Chance. Thank you, J. Cole aficionado, Taj Money. You're welcome. J. Cole hater, Chance Morris. Who that? Who that? Cole. World. Who that? Who that? I was about you to say he made a whole Saint song. How do you hate J Cole? That's that's unacceptable. But I don't hate him. I love him. You do not. Who that? Who that? <laughs> I got that flame. Who that? Uh, Who more that? upcoming music. We got Smino on the 18th. Who that? Who that? I remember Smino dropped a pretty good project, but he dropped it on like SoundCloud last year. So I haven't really revisited that much, but it was a good project. So I'm kind of excited. I don't know that Noir shit was pretty. I ain't like that Noir shit he dropped. I remember that was the it name had of it. Too many features. I had too many features. Um, I think that was the name, but I didn't really like it at all. <laughs> I liked the, whatever it was that dropped on SoundCloud last year. I don't know if that's the same project. No, 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 no. What dropped on SoundCloud was a mixtape. That's not what I'm talking about. Noir is the album that dropped on streaming. It was his album. The other thing was a mixtape. The mixtape was fire because yeah. he did a couple like remakes of songs that are already out, like a mixtape. But the album, I agree, Chance. It had a couple too many features. It was all over the place, but... I hope this next one sounds more like Black Swan, yeah. not to be that fan that asks for old projects on your new projects, but that's what I want. Moonlight Disrupt today. More coming music. Uh, we got a Nudie and a G Herbo single this Friday. Then Nudie's project drops Let's the following go. week. I saw the track list. The track list looks like... Oh, yeah. I try not to get too excited on track list, but this looks like if a fan, one of those fans would like do fake track lists, and you're like, man, that sounds too perfect. 
That's what the real track list looks like for this upcoming Nudie project. Uzi feature? For what? For the Nudie project? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, Young Nudie. Let's get it, Nudie. What is it? Is this? Nudie's one of the more called? talented. It's not another Nudie world, right? Uh, Nudie Land? It's not another Nudie Land. He doesn't have the name on the track list, but we'll see. It's oh Doctor Evil with a four instead of oh yeah, an evil. I'm excited. I, I, Nudie's one of my favorite out of Atlanta. I think he was one of my first unheard artists. Baked Potato, whatever that song was called, but he has that. I think he embodies Atlanta's like style a lot in terms of just how they. I guess their ethos of just how they keep shit different, you know? Like, he's still trapped, but he's, like, very clearly different than, like, your Futures and your Migos and stuff like that. So, I'm excited for the Nudie Project. Uh, other new... I'm surprised he doesn't have as much buzz, though. Why doesn't Nudie have as much buzz? Like... I think it's too weird. From... Really? Yeah. I mean, that's fair. That Uzi... That verse on his on the Uzi song was disgusting, but... <laughs> Uh, what else Continue. do we have upcoming? I think that's it for upcoming. We got the Nicki Minaj, we got Dirk, we got Nudie, we got Smino, and J. Cole. And certified lover boy. Fingers crossed. I can guarantee you that's not coming out this Friday. <laughs> I just want certified lover boy, man. Drake, you've been rocking this hard in your head for far too long, nigga. Like, you playing. I didn't know this was going to be like a six, seven month thing. You know he tore thing. his ACL. You got to relax. He tore his Achilles. He's got to recover. This nigga really tore his Achilles. We never talked about that. Nigga really tore his Achilles and needed recovery. Like, nigga was really acting like he was a pro athlete. You thought he wasn't. You still have to recover whether you're a pro athlete or not. You do have to recover. You have to walk. <laughs> no, but nigga. No, but nigga was like hooping or something. He was like finally getting back at the hoops and shit. Uh, some shit. He said some shit. I was like, this nigga really think he Paul George. <laughs> think he KD. All right, that's it. We got any more last words? Yeah, man. Um, Pelicans, if you're listening to David Griffin, bro, Lonzo has played a good season, man. Just give that man what he owed. And let's run it back. And, and give Zion some goddamn shooters and another forward to help him in the front court. Thank you. I've been capping if you listen this late into the podcast, but next week I will should definitely have a guest. We'll see. I feel like Vance is like that dad who's like, I'll, I'll be at your birthday this year. <laughs> it doesn't show up. Doesn't show up. Forgets up. the whole date. <laughs> forgets the whole birthday. Uh, we'll see. see. We'll, we'll I don't want to play uh, this is made in Tokyo. He dropped a decent project in 2020 called Never Forgotten. This is the lead track movie. Yeah. Raise your head, make a old sandwich, get your bread. Fuck them cops, fuck them feds. What I look like, what I hated them said. My bit classy, the service spread. You know they hate when they see you win. Uncle locked up, did three times ten. Caged up, they forgot about him. You know how my girl rock about him. Buzz ain't here, don't talk about them. Pie it on fat, her waist on slim. Pie it on fat, her waist on slim. Walk in the building, I feel like the shit. Ten for the songs, way more than a hit. Sailor my Gucci, mix of the fit. I ain't switched up, I turned to my shit. Yeah. 
I did it for them, I did it for us Make sure you visit your people This is a movie, this is a movie Ooh, my son is a sequel The world's so cold, the world's so cold Ooh, they moving real evil I stack it up, okay, ooh, yeah Smoking my reefer I did it for them, I did it for us Make sure you visit your people This is a movie, this is a movie Ooh, my son is a sequel The world's so cold, the world's so cold Ooh, they moving real evil Podcast over, dog.